0: Hey guys, this is Jay Riley D from Invisible As I Am podcast. It's 3.06 p.m. on September 24th. And this is going to be a super short journal. Um, I just want to share some new thoughts. I know the last journal, I was pretty out of it. Um, it's just part of the journey when you become a believer. God is always, you know, taking you through the fire, giving you a break, taking you back through the fire, giving you a break and um that fire suck it like really sucked but the thing is the fire is good for you what it does is it it burns out impurities fire is good for you the bible talks about god being like a refiner fire um so god refines us like pure and like um god refines us like silver and gold so if you ever study the process of making gold and silver there's a particular temperature that you have to set the fire at in order for gold to become pure gold and get all those impurities out. And for silver, you have to turn the temperature up a certain t- uh, to a certain uh, level, and then you have to turn it down because silver can't take the same type of heat that, that gold can. And so that's, that's the way it is in the Christian journey. Because God is always trying to purify us. He's always trying to clean us up and he does it because he loves us and he wants us to have the best life with him um, So and then also help others, you know along our path. And So that fire sucked the anxiety I even had some anger issues on the last couple of days and um, You know, I had my divorce case yesterday my hearing um, yesterday morning and I decided to um, have it adjourned. I'm not going to tell you why, even though I'm very honest, I just don't want to share this. Um, I decided to have it adjourned, and so it's pushed back till October 20th. Um, and quite frankly, I felt like it was supposed to get adjourned because some new thoughts happened. Um, uh, some new thoughts came into my heart like that morning or like the day before. And so I'm like, why all of a sudden? But I went with it and I pushed back the date, um, the judge pushed it back for me, and I'm thinking about a lot of things over the last 48 hours, I guess, or 32 hours, and um, a lot has taken place, surprisingly. Uh, I know uh, I talked a lot about me trying to make friends lately over the last a week or so, and so I actually talked to four new people and actually had like deep conversations with four people over the last seven days so that's an improvement considering I don't normally do that and I think I'm getting better at this but I still have like different insecurities about you know are they gonna like who I am because I'm very quirky and I have a lot of quirks you know are they gonna like this version of me and so I still have a lot to learn anyways today's journal is really not about any of that but the update is I was listening to um a couple um, I don't know I think they were like doctors but they're like therapists on YouTube and they have been like the Lord gave me this word evasive I woke up and the word I heard in my spirit was evasive E-V-A-S-I-V-E and I'm like what does that mean and so I looked it up and then I went back to sleep. And then once I really start started going, when I woke back up to actually get ready for work, I put it into YouTube to see, you know, were there any videos on people speaking about invasive people? And it started off with me finding a video about avoidant um, disorder personality or avoidant personality disorder, something like that. And I'm like, this lady, her name was Tracy. And she had my attention like I liked her uh, her video so much I subscribed and then it made me you know go further like okay let me try again because she wasn't exactly talking about evasive people per se she was talking about that particular avoidant personality And so I'm like let me see if I can actually find something on evasive people and like what that really means and I end up coming across Um, this other video had to do with like eight or 10 signs that you're dealing with a person who's emotionally unavailable. And I was like, what on earth is this? Because that is speaking my language. And I was like, all this time, I've been trying to figure out this thing between me and my husband and why we're so different and why, why I, you know, need this and need that from him, this affirmation, this affection, the love and emotional unavailability. We're different. We're different in this area because I'm like, I'll tell you everything. I'll give you all the love, just reciprocally. Be reciprocal about love. Like, give me, give it back to me. Give me the love I give to you. Give it back. Show me that you care that I'm giving you this love. Don't just treat me like trash and act like I don't need your emotional presence. I need your emotional presence. And so I'm listening to her go through like the eight or 10 things, and I'm like, there's a word also called invasive. So there's evasive and invasive, and She was talking about how like we use relationships if a person is using um um no 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 she said a person who's dating and they're like you just met and they're trying to rush the relationship by trying to meet your parents in advance and all these things that's a person who's trying to be validated through relationships and i was like oh my gosh that's me i'm trying to be validated by emotion of uh, being my worth being validated through relationships and then she also talked about like um if a person continues to talk about their acts ex, their exes and compares you to their exes then it has something to do with you being like more of a rebound for them and i was like oh my gosh because i i look at my entire dating history from grade school and up. It's like every boyfriend has always been the next rebound, the next rebound. I've never taken time to actually heal from any relationship because I didn't know I really needed to heal from any relationship. Um, no one talked about how do you deal with a broken heart? When do you go back into a relationship? When you're a teenager like, or when you get into college or high school? Like No one talks about that in my family. I didn't know anyone in my circle who talked about that. So every relationship for me was always a rebound. It was always a rebound. I never liked to be single and I didn't wanna be single long because I was always in search of love. And so I'm listening to her and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's just enlightening my path right now with this, these words of knowledge and wisdom. And so once that video was over, I moved on to another video and this guy, his name is Alan Robarge, I believe. And I'm still watching it because I keep rewinding it. Because it's like, one, the words, you have to really pay attention to what he's saying. But it's so good. And because I've never heard anything like it before, I keep rewinding it. Because the more you hear something, the more it gets into your spirit. The more it gets down on the inside of you. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm listening over and over to get it inside of me and he starts to talk about um attachment trauma and relationships and a lot of this stuff i've never heard of before i've heard of like you know attachment issues you know briefly in and out of you know college but never ever to the depths that i'm learning now and i feel like the lord really put evasive in my spirit this morning so that i can get some healing and some freedom by listening to these therapists educate me on what is absolutely wrong with me and what is going on inside my husband so he's emotionally unavailable i'm totally emotionally available but with certain people i am evasive i don't trust everybody so i don't share everything with everyone so um you guys can research evasive i'm not gonna go into like the definition on that because i don't know enough about it to share but um i wanted to come on here because alan Robars was talking about um when we become hurt in a relationship and we were asking for our partner to basically reciprocate the love to show up show up and love me back show up and be there for me show up and be present in this relationship and that person still isn't getting it they're not getting it and it will drive you crazy and you keep giving them opportunities and you keep trying it you know all these different ways to get their attention and it's like they're still not showing up um so he mentions um how like you get to a point to where you don't you you put the responsibility of your partner filling you up, making you feel better, making you feel loved. Hold on, guys. Sorry if you're hearing all that background noise. I am driving in, you know... So, sorry, but um, so we put the responsibility, we outwardly project the responsibility for our partners to make us feel loved, to make us feel better, to make us feel, um, to, to take on the responsibility of our vulnerability, right? And it was just like blowing my mind away because I have started to learn about stuff like this as I read Alice Miller's book about banished knowledge and, you know, healing the inner child and us abandoning ourselves and putting the responsibility on someone else to do everything we were actually supposed to do for ourselves and so so what i realized is that in my relationship with my husband i i became a very toxic person like my the reason my marriage is the way it is right now is not all because my husband screwed up. It's because I didn't know what my responsibility was um, to myself regarding being in a relationship. And so you get to a point to where you feel uncomfortable in your relationship because your your partner or your spouse is not is not present. They're not showing up emotionally, and you start blaming them and making them the reason the cause for failing your relationship failing your expectations of them the way you think your relationship should be and you could be absolutely right your relationship should be this way it should 100 percent be probably the way that you're thinking if it's in a healthy context and you start blaming them and you start tearing them down even though you don't realize you're tearing them down you start telling them like You're emotionally immature, or you know, you're acting like this because your parents act like this, and you're just living like this is how you're being. You're just living out all the things that you learned over your life, and it's making you be this inadequate boyfriend, or girlfriend, or husband, or wife, and you're failing me because of your inadequacies, and you're telling your your significant other all these things that's tearing them down saying you know i needed you to be this way in our relationship i needed you to love me this way i needed you to show up for me here and you're not doing this and you're not doing that and you're you're all you're always doing this you're always on the you know video games or you're always at work you're never giving me the time of day and you just keep making them feel like crap you keep tearing them down you keep blaming them for failing you but wait where's your accountability where's your accountability why did you outwardly project that they needed to fill you up and i'm just thinking about all these things that alan robarge is talking about and yes i am paraphrasing a bit and giving you just a little bit of my knowledge on top of his knowledge because that's just what i do when i learn stuff um and so I'm thinking about it. And he talks about us belittling our partners. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I am belittling the worth of my partner, absolutely. I'm doing this in a harsh way. I've done it in a demanding way. I've done it in a negative way. I could. I have countless examples of how i belittled my partner by my words and my actions and then expecting my belittling of him to produce good fruit like that's just insanity no one wants to be better because you talk crap about them or you tell them how inadequate they are in, in other words you tell them they're not worth this and they're not worth that and You know, putting them down as if you were God himself and God himself doesn't even do that. And so I actually sent a text to my husband and I said, I hurt you when I belittle you, question mark. Because I want to hear his answer because I've never said something like that before. I've never known that I was belittling him because I was being self-righteous. And thinking that, one, I need you to fill me up. I need you to love me this way. One thing Alan Robar said was that we do stuff like that because we don't want to sit with the our own discomfort. And we don't want to feel uncomfortable. We don't want to feel discomfort. And so we want someone else to make us happy so we don't have to deal with our own stuff. That's just, we're designed for pleasure we hate pain god never designed us to live in a painful atmosphere but the thing is there's grace for the pain because even though we weren't designed for pain god made a way for us to overcome the pain that's the whole point of the cross and the resurrection guys but i'm not going there today i I wanted this to be a short journal so i came on here to say Jay Riley, is that the person you want to be the type of person who belittles other people of their worth belittles their worth is that the type of person you want to be i don't want to belittle someone else's worth when i didn't give them their worth and i don't like when people do that to me and all this time i was doing it to my husband and i'm i'm pretty sure he's not the only person i've done it to and so it's something I have to go back and look at now and say, God, show me the errors of my ways because I know I hurt other people by belittling them. And, you know, we we don't do it intentionally to hurt them. It's just when we're hurting, we're trying to get other people to see, hey, I need you to show up for me. But it comes out with criticism and and, and nagging or negativity or whatever it doesn't come out the way that we want it to because we don't know what to do with ourselves we don't effectively know how to express ourselves we don't know how to say hey i'm struggling here i really want you to be here for me we don't know how to say it the way in which the other person can receive it and see it and understand it and if the other person's struggling with being emotionally unavailable it's it's not going to work that way you know because they have to figure out how do i undo my emotional unavailability. They have to show up for themselves first before they can show up for you. And you also need to show up for yourself. So that's not the person I want to be. I don't want to sit up here and be a person who belittles others. Belittles them of their worth when God gave him him or her their worth. Who am I to belittle someone else when God, God stamped them with Hey, this is who you are in my sight. I made my husband feel inadequate because I felt inadequate. And so I needed him to be what I couldn't be for myself. I needed him to show up for me more than I could show up for myself. All right. I love you guys. Be blessed. Talk to you guys another day.